0: All are welcome here. You're listening to UnityOnlineRadio.org, the voice of an awakening world. Learn the language of spirit. This is The Intuitive Life with Laura Wooster. Hello everyone and welcome to the intuitive life where we walk together and support each other on the path to becoming more spiritually aware, enlightened and inspired. My name is Laura Wooster and we will be taking your calls today. 816-251-3555. Again, it's 816-251-3555. And a calendar note for this week, on Thursday evening, February 17th at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific, I'll be part of an online demonstration of mediumship called Spirit Connections. And it will be a benefit for local food banks on the East Coast, on New Jersey, New Hampshire, Massachusetts. Um, it'll be myself and my colleagues and friends, uh, Janet Nohavik, John Holland, and Laurie Sheridan. So there'll be four mediums in one night, and it's only $20 for a donation. So, uh, if you have uh, if you have access to a computer and you know how to use Zoom, then that will work for you. So. Come on over to my website and check it out at laurawooster.com, and you'll see it on the homepage there. And it will be Spirit Connections and that's February 17th. So come and help us um, with people who are dealing with food insecurity at this time. It would be a little bit goes a long way. So thank you so much for your, all your support if you choose to be with us on Thursday evening. Um, so without further ado, though, I'd love to bring my beautiful, lovely colleague and friend, uh, Jody Levon on. She's my guest today, the happy medium and intuitive coach. Um, She's an inspirational speaker, and she has over uh, three decades of professional experience as a psychic and a medium. She's an author of the Happy Medium book series, and she's a frequent guest on local and international radio and TV. And since 2009, she's been the resident psychic and a regular guest on a popular TV show, Twin Cities live um, airing in the Midwest, where she showcases the beauty of the intuitive process, which is totally my language. So I'm so excited to talk about that today. So welcome to the show, Jody. Thank you for having me. I've been looking forward to this so much. Me too. Me too. I just I know we vibe. It's like I, I just feel like we're on the same page on a lot of things. So I'm so excited to have I this conversation too. with you. So um, so the the topic of the of the day today, is, because it is Valentine's Day, is love and intuition. So, um, but we will get to that in a moment. But what I would love to share um, with my audience here for people who, I know we have a lot of people listening who are very familiar with your work and your background and everything. But for those who don't know how you got into this work, um, how did, you know, you've been doing this, for, I can't even imagine you're old enough to be doing this for three decades. <laughs> but um, so how did, how did you, follow in fall into this career
1: so when I was a little girl very little mm-hmm. there were spirits around me all of the time I didn't really understand what they were I felt truly creeped out mm-hmm. and I didn't and I knew things that other people didn't seem to know I knew when people were fitting, <laughs> mm-hmm. I knew when my school teacher was pregnant and if it was a boy or a girl and I would talk about it like in first grade And my friends would just look at me like, how do you know that? Who told you that? Did you talk to the teacher? Mm -hmm. And I started to realize over time that people didn't see it the way I saw it and that it wasn't safe to really talk about it. I tried talking about it with my mom. She was afraid. And so I kind of went inward Mm -hmm. and had lots of conversations with God to help me understand what was happening and just felt like God was my inner parent and I was going to go with that that voice because i knew i was being told the truth by that voice how i knew i cannot tell you i just knew and it saved me i mean i remember one day my we were we had a really quiet neighborhood and i said mom can i cross the street i probably was seven and she said yes yeah, sure go ahead and i heard this voice go stop and i felt like somebody stopped me and a truck whipped by very that just didn't happen in our neighborhood. And that just kind of glued it in for me. And as I got older, I didn't want anybody to even say the word ghost. Not kidding. Didn't want to hear the word ghost. Mm-hmm. I studied religions. I studied, I, I did readings, even though they were called readings. And then I started to realize that I was talking to spirits, and that not all of them were bad. And they, if I saw somebody, if I watched the news and saw that somebody had been murdered, the, the murderer could not see me, and maybe the person that was murdered could, because, you know, they can feel our energy drawn to theirs and vice versa, mm-hmm. but that it, I was safe. So as I got older, I really learned boundaries were the biggest thing, so I could stay in my space and not take other people's stuff on, really empathic. And I just learned healthier boundaries, and my grandma Faye, who was probably the person I was the closest with my whole life at that point, died of a massive stroke, and she was one the only one, and I love my family, but she was the only one that I trusted would never deliberately hurt me. And when she died, I was in my early 20s, and I had a dream while I was awake that I'd watch her death. And I was sad that I couldn't hold her hand, and then she showed me, I'm okay now. It's okay. I'm not a ghost. I'm a spirit. It's safe for you to talk to me. And after that, I started really studying the mediumship piece. And I didn't tell a lot of people about it. I was like an underground corporate psychic or psychic for a long time. I did it out in the open. Then I kind of closed the doors and did it behind doors. And it was it, it's proved to be a very amazing experience. You know, along the way before I grew my boundaries, I worked with the police on an international case. It was a national case, but it made international news and it scared me. And that's probably when I learned the most that I needed better boundaries because psychics I was working with, didn't have them, and nobody was teaching them. And I thought, I've been an unhappy child. I'm gonna teach, I'm gonna show people that they have joy inside and how to tap into it, and that they deserve to be loved, and they're so loved, and they're so safe. And that intuition is a real thing, and it's okay, and life goes on after we die, and that better boundaries, no matter if you wanna tap into your intuition because everybody's intuitive, better boundaries are the way to go no matter what. So you don't get bullied by your own voice in the back of your head telling you something or somebody else saying you should do something that you know is wrong. You have better boundaries. Mm -hmm. You stand up for yourself and your psychic boundaries and personal boundaries are one and the same. So that's how I did it. And I I tried to write an article for a magazine. The magazine wrote an article about me. I wrote a book and then I started being on TV and it kind of just, it went from there. And it's fun. Like this is fun to me this is so much fun to talk to you about this and to have people listening that are interested in this and that want to help their own intuition flourish. Like that, for me, is better than food.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, I totally agree. <laughs> yeah. I love a really good conversation, especially with, uh, about this, you know, these topics. Um, and I, I think it's so interesting. You brought up the word boundary several times in discussing the process of intuition and mediumship and that's that's something that seems to be um missing so when i'm i know when i'm sitting with new st- uh-oh i can't
1: hear you if you can hear me, I can't hear you. I can hear you.
0: Can Laura? Okay. I think Jeff can hear me. Okay. Now I can hear you. Ah, there you go. Okay. <laughs> Alrighty. Yeah, Jeff could hear me. So there might, maybe there's an issue with the phone on your side there. Um, so. So um, to repeat what I was um, what I was saying before was, Sorry, well, okay. They, yeah. oh, that's okay that's quite all right. Um, what I what you were saying before about boundaries and intuition and, and mediumship, and that's one thing that I've recognized with, um, you know, talking with new students of mediumship is that they don't recognize or they they have to start to learn that boundaries is major a, a major part of that connection and. Um, so how would you, how would you describe the importance of boundaries within mediumship and in your intuition?
1: So you have to know where your space begins and where it ends yes. Like keeping your eyes on your own paper during a test, or if you've done yoga mm-hmm. and you're really feeling strong and you look over at the next person who their body is different and they can, you know, flip their dog, they can do all these different things you can't, it takes your energy away. Keep your eyes on your own paper. Know where your space begins and end. Know what's your business and what's not your business. So people are very insightful. And just because you pick up on something doesn't mean it's yours. And it doesn't mean it's for you to share. Tapping somebody on the back of their shoulder in the grocery store and saying, hey, your dead grandma wants to talk to you. Mm -hmm. I feel is very inappropriate, personally. When people are open to hearing the information they will seek it out and quite honestly i everybody that wants a reading from me i don't give everybody a reading that wants a reading from me people need to be in a certain space to be open to it and i am the conduit so i personally have to have good boundaries i have to be in a good place because when i'm in a good place and i don't have like all my baggage hanging out that i haven't processed I can hear my intuition so much more clearly. But if I have something that's making me really sad, mm-hmm. I have to take care of that before I, I go into doing my intuitive work or that sadness drips all over my reading. So mm-hmm. it's the same thing with what you're doing and with what anybody's doing. If you go to pick something up at TJ Maxx, one of my favorite spots, if you go pick something up there and everybody is rude, it's not them, it's you. That's knowing your boundaries, that you're, you're radiating something out of your own fear that's bringing something to you that you don't like. You have to clean up your boundaries, figure out what's going on for you so you're not so crunchy, and don't beat yourself up over it. Just know what's mine is mine, and what's yours is yours. And how are you going to feel if you share something with somebody later? Is it because you want to show them how psychic you are? Kind of a mm-hmm. hot box for me here. I can't stand that. Or is it because you want to help them? Mm -hmm. So we talked about this beforehand. I personally have been going through something really big. I was diagnosed with breast cancer in in August of this year, or last year, last year. Mm -hmm. And I have gone through quite a bit, and I'm I'm okay. And it looks like I'm going to be okay, thank God. I've still got more stuff to do, but it looks like I'm going to be okay. Mm -hmm. I didn't want to talk to even one of my intuitive friends, because I didn't want them, even out of love, sharing what they were picking up that's a boundary for me because it's my life. I wanted to determine what was going to happen. I could feel what other people were thinking. And if they were afraid, I'd think, oh, that means I'm going to die. And that that feeds into that negative piece. That's a boundary. My boundary was to not talk to them. And their boundary was to understand that. That's boundaries. Somebody telling you, if you don't do this for me, I'm going to be really hurt. That's a bad boundary. Yeah. There, that's exhibiting a bad boundary. Having somebody tell you you should do this because you feel, and otherwise you'll feel guilty. Not a good boundary. You got to know the difference between gut and guilt.
0: Boundaries are where it's at. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, with the living, with people, those in spirit, everything. It's it it's a game changer when you realize, especially in relationships, it's recognizing what you're. Oh gosh, with. yeah.
1: Have you ever been around a a, a spirit like if you're at a bar or a restaurant and there's a the spirit of a dead person <laughs> a spirit of a dead person. There's a, a spirit of a person who liked spirits <laughs> who mm-hmm. drank a lot. Mm-hmm. And they're hanging out. They're they're they didn't go into the light and they're hanging out at that bar and they're pressing on you to to say things to them or for them. Mm-hmm. That's a boundary too. That's like no I'm not open to that even though I've had a glass of wine I'm not open to that mm-hmm. or you go to somebody's home and you feel like it's haunted that some of those spirits might want you to talk because they don't all they see is your energy they don't they don't have that oh it's not appropriate right now they just want to be heard but our boundaries would be to say this is this person's house they just bought it they love it I'm not going to expose that it's haunted unless they say something to me that's a boundary, and that spirit's got to understand there's a time and a place. And I can speak up to spirits even better than I can speak up to the
0: living. Mm. Yeah, it's good to have a boundary because you know, oftentimes they'll have uh, students coming in. They say they keep me up all night long. It's like, well, you know, your boundary is where where is your attention being put? You know, that's a boundary in itself. Is where are you putting your attention? And. Yep. Um, if they and spirit knows if if you turn your attention to them, there's a really good chance that's it's a it's they, they they want you know it's a signal of engagement. That's how I see it. It's kind of like a turn on switch, right? So yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so um, yes. Yeah, so it's like no, you don't have to listen to them at three o'clock in the morning. You can say not right now. <laughs> yes, I can right. hear you. I'm tired. But not right now. <laughs> exactly. Mind, mind your own boundaries. <laughs> Yeah, we, and it's, um yeah, it's so it's so important, especially with um, people who are just uncovering or rediscovering their, their intuitive, or psychic, um, their psychic side. So, yeah, absolutely. So, um, obviously, you are an intuitive coach. And I know a lot of people who feel like they're not psychic, or they're not intuitive. Um, what, what kind of advice do you give to people to um, help them to uncover their, or rediscover their own intuition?
1: I love, love, love this question, Laura. So it's really a matter of tuning in to your body and to how you feel because your intuition is a language, intuition is a language, and it works through your feelings. So when you're alive to how you feel, you will be alive to your insights, but we deaden that connection of how we feel because we don't want to deal with our emotional stuff. And that's, to me, the biggest stopping point. Once you start to just deal with how you feel on a day-to-day basis and be aware of it, you start to open up to your intuition. So if you start getting a feeling of knots in your belly, but you didn't have them before because you kind of worked out your stuff that day, knots in your belly might not be something bad. It might be you're just about to run into somebody that you absolutely adored in high school that you haven't seen in years. And it's going to be really exciting and fun to see them. Mm -hmm. Or it might be don't up on the curb when it says walk just wait a minute you just watch so everybody's intuition is it kind of comes through differently because the language is different because it works through our feelings mm-hmm. if I said the word red pepper to you you might think oh red pepper I like it my food but other people might think oh I'm allergic mm-hmm. so if you're allergic and you see a picture in your mind of a red pepper that might be telling you something's about to happen or could happen that's not going to be good for me so I'm going to pull back and pause before I make any actions mm-hmm. or if you get the same feeling in your inside of you that you get before you see one of your best friends mm-hmm. then something good's about to happen as it pertains to love and seeing somebody that you love or that you will love you pay attention to your sensations and acknowledge every single one that comes true for you. So if you have a feeling that a restaurant is gonna be, <laughs> I must be hungry and talk about food, <laughs> and that a restaurant is gonna be a good restaurant and you go and it is, make note of that feeling that you had because that's a yes intuitively. That mm-hmm. sort of bubbles in your feeling and it feels like an uplifting, like butterflies are dancing, that's a yes. However, that feeling of boulders dropping inside of you is often a no. So when you pay attention to those feelings, they're going to tell you which direction you should go. One of the biggest things to do for a novice or anybody that's done it for 60 years, in my opinion, is follow your heart, trust your gut, and use your head. Mm -hmm. Because when all three are aligned, it's a go if if it's not aligned check it out to see how you can help it be aligned or maybe you have to pass it by and that doesn't even mean it's going to turn out perfectly for you it just means there's your path yeah yeah
0: exactly and it's also um you know as it's giving yourself permission to to trust your intuition sometimes. Like some, I know that sometimes people feel like, well, how do I know this is gonna turn out okay if I trust my intuition? It's like, well, try it out on smaller things. You know, <laughs> it doesn't, have to, it doesn't yeah. have to be a big decision, right? Um, I think sometimes, it, I love that you use the analogy of um, like a red pepper and like some that means something different for different people. And that's, that is part of learning our intuition, our, learning how to follow our intuition is, what are what are the things that we pick up with our own psychic dictionary? and. And um, I like that. Yeah. And oftentimes I'll say, you know, keep a little notebook and if certain things pop in your head, like what is your feeling behind that? And just keep a notebook and, and be more mindful of other things that just seem to randomly pop in your head. And, and eventually you start to see a pattern. And it's uh, yeah, that's pretty much how it works. And it's, it doesn't have to be that complicated. You know, a lot of people feel like it's so complicated or it has to be um, it has to has to um, has to be so definitive or like the guarantee that that you're you're not going to be wrong, you know, that as well.
1: Right. We're so afraid of being wrong. And you know, we -hmm. were so afraid. So when I, at the risk of sounding like I'm promoting myself, when I sat down to write my second book, the second Mm -hmm. happy medium book, I was like, I've said everything. Like, what am I going to say? And then I thought, well, people really want to know more about their own intuition and for me it was about being not so intuitive for a long time because I picked up on so much so I sort of had to go back Mm kind of follow the signs backwards pull the string backwards to see where it started and I thought well I'm the most insightful when I'm happy and trust me when I say I was a goofball in in middle school and in high school I mean I was silly and I wasn't the most popular person (laughs) I was very silly when I was silly my intuition I was happy and when my when I'm happy, my intuition is louder. One of the keys to opening up to your intuition is to be in a peaceful space, but a happy space because then your vibration is raised mm-hmm. and then you're closer to that information. And you, you can't underestimate the joy of feeling joyful. I mean, yes. whether you want your intuition to be alive or not, feeling mm-hmm. joyful, going through life in the most joyful space I remember waking up from my first surgery, Laura, and I, I knew I had a lot ahead and looking at the clock and, and like crying. Oh, my God, I made it. It's 1210. I made it. And I have this and the room is clean and there's no one in it. And I was probably really high on what they gave me. And, I, and my husband's right next to me. Meanwhile, he was not next to me, by the way, <laughs> at all. But I thought he was. And going through these joyful things, even in the midst of an icky thing. And I, I don't do that all the time. I can't do that all the time. I try to, though. But just reaching for that thought—that's a little nicer, just a little more joyful. Just kind of wearing that—that feeling—that's a little more joyful brings you more intuition. It makes you more sticky for the good instead of sticky for the icky. I mean, there's just so many things to be said for being in a good space.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's. Oh, yeah. It's very much like um, being in a space of gratitude. You know. Um, mhm. Yeah, and so that it it. It brings more of that energy in and i, I also think like being you know the, that sort of happy energy is also our intuition telling us we're on the right path as well,
1: yes. yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, it's like ooh, this feels, you know, like okay if, if if you're thinking about making a decision um you, you know, you're trying to choose between two different decisions, like which one feels like oh I feel really like I really want to know more about that, like you almost feel feel excited to learn more about it, that to me is like. That's, that's a sign that you might be going in the right direction. Um, oh, yeah, that's a great yeah. description. Oh, I so agree. <laughs> um, yeah, but it's, you know, a lot, like I said before, a lot of times people um, feel like, you know, being psychic or being intuitive guarantees we don't make the wrong choices. Um, so, uh, <laughs> <laughs> right, which obviously is not the case. I mean, you know, you know, we're both laughing here. Um, but we, I always find that I, I learn more through that when I make the wrong choice, you know, based on my intuition. How do you feel about that?
1: Oh, I, well, I mean, this is going to sound terrible, but you mean after I beat myself up, depending on how big it is, I'll be like, really, chowdy, And then I bring myself back and say, you know what? There's really no wrong choice because I did get something from this. I'm choosing to get something from this. This didn't happen because it's supposed to teach me a big lesson. I'm choosing to get the goodies out of this because this is life. Mm -hmm. And we're meant to experience things in this life, and it's not going to always go our way. But I do feel like, you know, intuition is a free and natural resource. So why not use it? Why not? It's, It's not a bad thing. Where it got that bad rap, I have studied that. I don't give any credence to it because it's beautiful. It's part of our system. It's a gift from the universe. Yeah. Like, like you said, you can't trust that it's going to always bring you in the most perfect direction. Gosh, when I do a reading, I say, listen, this is more of an art than a science. Mm-hmm. I don't. You can't bank on something, anything that one person says, be it a doctor, a psychic, a, an attorney. You have to do a little bit of research and find out what works for you. You're responsible for your own
0: life. Yes, 100%. Yes, yes. And... um. So just, Ryan, for anybody who's just joining us right now, I'm talking with with Jody Levon, and you can learn more about her at her website, and that's theintuitivecoach.com. It will be coming up on break in just a couple of moments, but we're also taking calls today. If you'd like to call in, if you have a question or or would like a reading, and it's eight one six two five one three five five five. And um, so, Jody, with with um, uh, when people Sometimes I'm sure you'll get this. I get this as well. It's like, well, a lot of people will say, well, you're psychic, so life must be easier for you. And I know we kind of talked about this <laughs> a wee bit here. It's like, oh, no, <laughs> not necessarily. Um, no. It does help. I mean, it does help. But yeah, but it's uh, but uh, we will talk about that in the second half of the hour here about how people who feel like they're not intuitive. How can we how can we um Learn more about connecting with your intuition. So we'll talk about that in just a bit. Um, but again, the number here is eight one six two five one three five five five. And um, and let's see. Oh, are you still there? You're still there. I'm here. The you Oh, I'm sorry. I thought I lost you. Um, my my board is going wonky right now. So Jody. Um, so how with um, your sessions or with your questions I should say and we've got about uh, about 30 seconds here Um, what's the best way to ask you a question if they want a reading so to
1: say something like I'm missing my mom and I feel like she's around me Mm -hmm. these things happen can you say something about that versus Mm -hmm. is my pull my mom in because I don't call dead people to me if they're here I can feel them Mm -hmm. or how do I know if the sensation I'm getting about getting this new job is the right one? Asking those kinds of questions, because again, I'm not a future teller. Mm -hmm. I I read the signs that indicate these things. Or sometimes people, all I need is their name, but I want them to acknowledge when something clicks for them because then I get more and more and more information. Mm -hmm. Mm
0: -hmm. Yes, yeah, it's always about the potentials of where things are going, not necessarily, um, uh, yeah, Um, reading the future for people. Exactly. Absolutely. All right. We're going to the break, and we'll be back with Jody Levon on the Intuitive Life. Mm-hmm. Positivity and inclusivity. You're listening to UnityOnlineRadio.org, the voice of an awakening world. Welcome back to The Intuitive Life with Laura Wooster everyone, and welcome back to The Intuitive Life. I'm, I'm Laura Worcester, and I'm, we are taking your call today. We do have callers in the queue, but if you'd like to get in the queue, 816-251-3555. And I'm here with my lovely friend and colleague, Jody Levon. So, Jody, um, for for, some, for people who really would like to get in touch with their their intuitive side, because there's, there's a lot of people who say, I, I just don't feel intuitive. like I, They don't recognize how... I, I do believe... I will say to people oftentimes, like, they think it's too woo-woo. They think it's weird. They don't think it's of God. They don't think it's all, you know, there's so many different, you know, shades of all of this. Um, but I say, well, you see things, right? And you hear things like with your physical eyes and with your physical ears. Why do you think that's so, like, you don't see that as woo-woo, but yet if you sense something, why all of a sudden is it woo-woo? <laughs> and right. uh, yeah, so, um so what? What, is, what are some tips that you could offer for people who are just trying to trust their intuition a bit more?
1: I think part of it is to recognize that our predecessors, our parents and our grandparents were amazing, did everything they knew to survive. Things are changing and that having your feelings was not really accepted. And now it's much more accepted. It doesn't mean you vomit them all over everybody. It means you know how you feel. And when you know how you feel, you know when another sensation comes in all the time. That is typically intuition. So it might be that there's a spirit energy around, and it might be that there's an, something insightful happening for you. Pay attention to patterns, as you mentioned before, and know that animals act done their instincts. Intuition, there's intuitions involved in your instinct, and in your in, your gut is involved with your intuition. They work in tandem. So just like animals know, uh oh, it's going to rain long before we think it's going to rain, you're going to be aware of things that start to happen. You just have to tune into it by paying attention to how you feel and where those feelings are. And like you said, keep note of it. And when you do get that sensation of, I, I really liked that person. I had a good feeling about that person, or you know what? I really want to take a trip over here. And every time I turn the radio on, they're talking about this area in Seattle. And I was in the elevator and people were talking about this area in Seattle. That's the universe showing me a sign, or I'm supposed to leave on 11, 11. And every time I look at the clock, it's 11, 11. These are signs, acknowledge them. You don't have to tell everybody. You can just keep it to yourself. The more you see how in tune you are, the more confidence you have, Mm -hmm. then you will start to be able to ride with it. And remember, intuition is about reading yourself. It isn't about reading your friend. It's about Mm -hmm. reading yourself. If you want to learn to read your friend, first learn to read yourself. That's the biggest thing. Mm -hmm. And then you can learn, if they ask you, Mm -hmm. that you can read them. That it's coming out of the lens of your own eye, your own life experience, Everything you see, intuitively speaking, is filtered through the lens of your own eye and your own life experience. Exactly. So that's why it's so important to keep yourself as healthy emotionally as possible. I know that sounds really boring. I personally don't think it's boring, and I think it's sexy. <laughs> I, I think somebody who's yeah. emotionally well, worked out is just, that's hot to me. Yeah,
0: exactly.
1: Yeah. not tell Jason. He's hot, too. My husband's hot, too. <laughs> but I do think he's very but, you know, he's it's, he's more attractive to me when he works his stuff out, and it's hilarious. Yeah. It's not yeah. like I, you know, just came in in a black, sexy dress. It's that he, and he, he thinks that's beautiful. It's when he knows himself so
0: well. I think yes. that's equivalent to anything hot and sexy. That's right. So anybody who's listening, <laughs> like, if you're looking for somebody, if you're, you know, if you're on the fence about seeing a therapist or getting to know your own stuff and, and working on your own stuff, like, listen to us. We, you know, really, (laughs) there's nothing, there's nothing harder than a guy that, that really knows they understand themselves and they're, they're willing to look at the dark side and work through their stuff.
1: Oh, it's so, it's so beautiful. And you know how we were talking about love and intuition. Mm -hmm. The weirdest thing about love and intuition is like, you can't, you know, like explaining the sensation of an intuitive experience of any kind Mm -hmm. is similar to explaining love because you can't, you can't see love, but you can see the expression of it on someone. And you and you just like you can't you can't see the wind, but you can see what the wind is doing to the trees and to the ocean. Mm-hmm. So love is like that. You can it, it, it impacts us, it dances within us, it changes the atmosphere and it moves what stands in its way. That's yeah. to me, love and intuition are born of the same source. They're both beautiful and and when you feel love, of course, that's mm-hmm. joyful that's when you're more insightful. When you are feeling a sense of self-love and love for the world, I gotta tell you, your intuition's gonna be alive and well.
0: Mm -hmm. That's right. Yeah, and it's a process, and it's just a little at a time. You start to it's like look, you know, I often say, you know, the way you drive your car. Like imagine you're going through life driving your car, and there's there's mud all over the windshield. The more you can clear that windshield off and recognize, okay, I got to do some work here, the better that you, the clearer you'll see the world, the clearer your intuition will be as well. So yes, I love that. Yeah. So let's see, I wanted to um let's go to the callers here. We've had a few people who've been on the on the hold for quite a bit. So just a reminder um that um for Jody, she's she's not a fortune teller. Okay. <laughs> so all righty. but we'll um we'll see. Let's go to Debbie. Hello. Hi Debbie, welcome to the show. Hi. Hi. Hi,
2: thank you very much. Thank you. How um, can we help you today? I wanted um, a sort of a medium tip reading. rating if um, I could speak to my mother um, or if she could any, say really anything to me, like if, if um, that would be possible. I would appreciate it.
1: So here's what's interesting about your question. And thank you so much for calling in. And hi, this is Jody talking to you. So I don't dial the dead. I'm aware okay. of their energy when they're around you. And But I don't, I don't call them to me. So when you start talking about your mom, your mom hears that. And if your mom has something to say, she draws closer as long as you're open. My sense mm-hmm. is that you are a very loving person. Being open, like you have good boundaries. You're not always open. And sometimes your mom tries to get through to you and you're not listening. And the joke would be you did that when, you were, when she was alive too. Does that make sense to you? Mm-hmm
2: at times yeah at times
1: so she, so at she might drop you a sign she might drop you a quarter she might she might have you turn your radio on at a certain time where there's a song that she loved and you hated and you think it's funny those are signs the sensation i'm getting is you're an insightful person but you don't want to be angry and anger is a lovely thing i mean it teaches you a lot so sometimes you don't want the what we would call the darker sensations and so you'll shut that down a little bit And that would Mm -hmm. also shut down your experience of being able to sense your mom. I do feel like your mom comes through to you. I do feel like she can be very much of a powerhouse And the way she comes through to you, but she's not moving mountains and she's not writing boo on your mirror after a shower. She's doing things like making the phone ring at a certain time and it might be the time that she died. She's doing things like you think you're dreaming about her. And that would be a way that she'd move in with you is a dream. So when you feel like your mom has touched you in a dream, wake up and write it down because I feel like she has.
2: Uh, Yeah, I definitely had a dream where, like, well, a dream where she hugged me. And it really uh, was so real, so very, very real, you know.
1: Um, And you remember how it felt, right, when she hugged you? Oh, yeah. Yes. So that's her signature. That's her signature of how when she drops in on you, that Mm -hmm. feeling will come over you. All of a sudden, you get that feeling, look around, sweetie, because she's there. Okay.
2: All right. Uh, Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you.
0: Thank you, Debbie. Oh, there you go. I love that you um, had that had a dream visit. Recently, I, um, I posted up on social media about, um, you know, having people asking for people to share their stories about their dream visits with their loved ones in spirit. And it's mm-hmm. unbelievable the number of people who've had that dream visit where they've had the hug. You know, it's incredible, oh. isn't it?
1: It's so beautiful. And do you notice that when you, like, I can actually, if I'm reading something, I can go into their dream and see it you see that it's like the colors are really sharp and there's like a calmness when you have a visit, a dream visit from a spirit. And it, and you you might even know that they're dead, but you also know that you're talking to them and then you wake up and you remember it really well. Yes. those are some, So to me, that describes a lot of things about dream visits. And, you know, I have to say, I know people can be frustrated when I say, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to call the dead if her mom would have been around her at the moment. I would have been able to pick up on that, but I got more of the message about it because we have to be open to feeling it ourselves and also know that, how do I say this? Rest in peace. Like, I really believe, like, not bugging somebody if they're dead. <laughs> if they're around somebody, I'm really great at picking up on them, but I'm not going to bug them. I mean, I'm gonna, this is going to be a lot of fun when I'm over there. There's going to be a lot of fun to be had. Don't bug me. I'll come
0: to you, but don't bug me. Yeah, it's oftentimes when I'm connecting with people in spirit, it'll feel like a party over there, like everybody's, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> around the dinner table or something, having a good time. Yeah. Um, yeah. Also, a lot of times, too, I um, I really do feel sometimes, especially if uh, maybe I'm reading some, you know, reading for somebody and I'm connecting with their loved ones, and there's always maybe the one person, they're like, oh, I'd love to hear from this person, too. And uh, and I'll, I'll often say to them, you know, I they may not come through in the manner that they felt you know, it wasn't that strong or whatever, I'll say, you know what, there's oftentimes a reason, you know, there's a reason why they're not coming through at this moment. Mm -hmm. And and it it could Mm -hmm. be that they're not around, you know, like you said, maybe they're busy doing stuff. Um, But also, I do believe when they do connect with us, that there's a purpose, there's a true purpose for it. And sometimes that day, in, in particular, maybe there isn't a purpose necessarily, just because we really want to connect with them doesn't mean it's like for our highest and best.
1: So. Right. And maybe the message is supposed to come from somebody else, but you'll hear it differently. You know, I always exactly. say to people, when, when you lose somebody, they're, and they go into the other side. Mm-hmm. You have to get used to feeling them mm-hmm. on the inside of you versus the outside of you.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's a great way to say that. Yes. Yeah. Right. It's, 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 it, they're blending because they're spirit. Like we are spirit. I always say we are spirit. We're just spirit who happen to be contained or connected to a body at the moment. And those in spirit just don't happen to have a body. And then once, you know, those two, you know, the spirits combine or they um, they blend with us, then we can really feel them. And, yeah. Um, how, yeah. How often have, people, have you heard people say, I just feel like my mother's here. I feel her. It's like, yeah, it's because her spirit and your spirit are blending. And so um, they're closer than they ever they ever possibly could be in life. It's amazing.
1: It's really beautiful. It's like this melding, this blending. It's so Mm -hmm. beautiful. And you know, when you can do that, when you can have a piece of that, when you are connecting, your spirit is connecting with somebody here on this side. Mm -hmm. It's beautiful too. There's something about when you connect with somebody on the other side that you can't you can't say it's that they're in the room with you. You have to, there's a confidence that it builds inside of you
0: mm-hmm.
1: about your own intuition.
0: Yeah. 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 Yeah, that's true. And, um, and sometimes people say, well, how can I, f-, you know, well, uh, let me ask you. So if someone wants to invite their loved ones into their dreams, and I know you say don't, you don't conjure them, you don't, you know, you don't call them in. But if someone wants to create an environment that's very welcoming for the loved ones to so visit them in spirit in the uh, dream visit. What could you recommend for them? So I
1: love that question, and I think it's true for even building your just your natural intuition. Mm-hmm. So make a habit during the day before you go to bed to press your feet into the ground and feel your connection with the earth. and And listen to yourself breathe throughout the day. Think positive thoughts, kind of land on something that's really good as often as you can. And then make sure that you've had enough to drink, water, you've had enough to eat, enough fresh air, maybe get a hug before you go to sleep if possible. And then as you're falling asleep, say, you know, I'd really love to hear from you, dad. I miss you and I'm open to it. If it's good for you, it's going to be great for me. So I'm really open to it. And then have paper and pen by your bed and see what you dream about. If you don't dream about your dad, but all you dreamt about were cars and you think about it later, those are all cars my dad loved. That was a connection. That's them starting to come forward for you. And even when you ask for a sign, be open to what the sign might be. You know, I've had many clients say, "I'm just so frustrated." You know, I'm. I ask. I ask all the time for a sign for them to visit me in a dream or, or you know, send a you know, send a penny, and and they see dimes everywhere.
0: Hi, inflation. They're sending a dime. <laughs> be thankful. Yes. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's great. I mean, it's great to sort of set a um, a sign from them, you know, say send me, you know, send me pennies, but to be open to the other possibilities as well. So, very good. We can't um, limit it because it's not. That's the thing is we
1: can't control it, and we want to control. I would say one way that you can really get in touch with your intuition and connecting with people on the other side that you love is to let go of control and to know that your loved ones that love connects you love never dies and they ride that sensation of that love when they're on the other side they ride it down and like a, i call it like a crystal slide they have to lower their consciousness to reach you you have to hire yours you have to raise yours mm-hmm. so you can reach them and it is through love it is through your love for them mm-hmm. that they can feel you and it is their love for you that you can feel them
0: yes yeah. Yeah, sometimes I think too that sometimes people think that that sometimes I'm around people who are, I know that are really grieving and they're in that space they just want that connection and their love is so strong and their grief is so strong it's almost it feels more like pulling than it feels like mm-hmm. like like almost an expansive feeling and it and I know mm-hmm. that when I when I sit with someone who um that the connection is really strong they're, they're that love that I'm feeling around the person that I'm reading for is very expansive, rather than sort of that pulling from spirit. So that's something to that think about. Um, have, you, have you noticed that as well with um, with your connections that you've made? I, you know what, I think
1: so. You have. To, I love the way you say things. It's like I want to dive in and explore it more. But yes. And and have you noticed that there's a have you ever done a reading and that person comes thinking they want to talk to a specific person? And I never want to know anything about that. When Mm -hmm. I open up, I just, I do my prayers and I open up Mm -hmm. and, and then I, you know, I get their brother and I get their great aunt that they were really close with and the guy that lived behind them that left them all this money, but not the uncle they they wanted. And so they kind of diss everything I'm saying. And I'm saying, Mm -hmm. okay, you're sort of giving that you're kind of flipping off the spirits and they're flipping you right off too. They're saying no. They're going to leave <laughs> because you're not open. But I wanted to hear from this person, but it isn't really up to you. Exactly. You've got to be open to the positive energy that mm-hmm. comes through mm-hmm. because there's a message. Just like you said earlier, there's a reason that you're getting this information. They don't just willy-nilly decide to come be around you. And just because you may not feel the signs that you think you want to feel, that doesn't mean they're not near you. I can promise you they're near you. Mm-hmm. They've got work to do on the other side. Yeah. They're near you right after they cross over. They do their work, however long that takes, usually within a year. You can feel their energy, and it is a light energy and a loving energy and a beautiful energy versus the energy of somebody who didn't go into the light, which would make it heavy and um, sad. So most people obviously do go into the light, but there are some that don't. You want to be in that light sensation yourself so you are the same and you draw them to you.
0: It is very much a dance, you know. It's it's it, like my um our colleague John Polland often says it's three way communication. So you have to it's it's a circuit. It's not just us wanting to connect with that someone in spirit. It's also the medium. Everything has to sort of click as a circuit in a way. And it's and there's so many reasons why it may or may not happen. So yeah, right, um, and we
1: try. I mean, we're we're in the right space. We try, but there are lots of reasons. That tons of information can come through, or maybe your loved one doesn't, but you get other stuff that you needed. Yeah. They want exactly. they want you to get used to them not being physically there before they. I'm getting the chills, so I'm definitely supposed mm-hmm. to say this. Yes. They want you to get used to their their spirit being on the out on the inside of you, that they're not physically there. Once mm-hmm. you're more comfortable with that, they will come through even more.
0: Oh, excellent point. That's so true. Yes. Yes, <laughs> it's a great way to say it. That's beautiful. Oh my goodness, I was going by Thank so you. quickly. We have Judy on the line, who I'd like to bring up. Judy, hello, Judy. Welcome to the Intuitive Life. How can we help you today? Hello, am I on? Yes, you are. Welcome.
2: Awesome. <laughs> um, okay, so Jody, I met you probably ten years ago and had a reading from you. And Lovely. I love. I um, love that. Yes. Um, I have worked on my own intuitive side, and I have been able to encompass it in my um, career helping people as a realtor and it I love it I just know it when it 's there, and I can help people finding their way to their next properties you um, love that in my i know i just i love it too the thing that is um seems evasive to me right now is finding a beloved partner, and i I meditate, I do all of the um, visualizing that i'm and I feel a little stuck, and I was hoping for maybe some direction.
1: Well, that, I think you echo what a lot of people feel. They, maybe they're not even as advanced in their own intuition as you are. With real estate, they, they're advanced in other ways. They definitely are looking for love, and I can understand that. So one thing to know, as corny as this sounds, I'm just going to tell you this quote that I made up last year. I stole a little piece from I don't know who wrote it. Roses are red, violets are blue. That's the part I stole Roses are red, violets are blue. Valentine's Day is about you loving you. And what I have found with the people that I work with and as old as I am, that it is all about you loving you. Now that sounds corny. You might feel defeated when you hear it. But you need to love yourself up so much that you radiate that feeling out. You draw that love to you. Love everyone. Love everyone. You might not like what they're doing, but be in a space of loving everyone. Doesn't mean you open up your pocketbook and give everything to them. You can love them without having poor boundaries and radiate the love you have for yourself. You are doing everything else, you're taking care of yourself, you're doing beautifully. Love will find you. There are many choices for all of us. You just got to be in the space that you want to draw somebody to you that's like you. So if you're in a good space, and you draw somebody very much like you, you're going to be thrilled. But if you're in kind of a, I hope this isn't a bad word to use on air, pissy space, then you're going to draw somebody kind of the same. So you're doing it right. Congratulate yourself. You're doing it right. Go buy yourself a box of chocolate if that's what you want. You're not doing anything wrong. What you do is radiate that love out as much as you can, and the minute an opportunity that feels good comes up, thank the universe because you take advantage of all the opportunities that feel safe that you can to meet people. Put yourself in social situations and I know it's tough right now because of the pandemic. There are certain things that you can do where you can get around people. It's very important that you are around people. So whether that's going to a coffee store or going to a park and staying away from people if you're worried about COVID, but being near enough to them. Your energy needs to vibe with with other people in a social situation, because you're around people, but it's for work. You want to click into that social energy. And also think about the couples that you love, that do really well together. And be in a space of loving that energy that they have. Again, you're going to radiate that energy out, and you will draw that to you. Does that make sense? Totally
2: makes sense. And I'm always grateful. I see it as a sign when I've got friends that are happily married together. I see that as a sign to me that, oh, that's coming to me too.
1: You are exactly right. And you know what? You saying that makes it come faster. You yes. are doing it right. You just tell yourself, I'm doing this right. There's no greater love affair. I saw this post on Facebook. There's no greater love affair than the one that you're having with yourself. That is important because the more you can't love anybody more than you love yourself. So love yourself up. Be kind to yourself. And then love everybody else around you. So This works. I know when I was in a space, when I was single and I wanted to be with somebody, I would be around my friends, my guy friends that I just loved, my cousins, Ernie and David, who I adored, got me comfortable with that male energy, again, if I had been by myself for a while. And then when I got back into it, that flow just naturally came to me. So there is something for you about being around people, but of course you wanna exercise some careful boundaries because of COVID. But that, for me, is what's coming to me about you. You've got this great energy, you're a powerhouse, you're smart. You want to be in that space of loving everyone because then you have almost a perpetual kind of smile on your face and you're more welcoming to everybody to come toward you. All
2: right. Thank Mm -hmm. you. And, by the way, I have had the the dream visit from my father. It is wonderful. I love that.
0: Thank you for calling in. yes thank you thank you thanks Judy thanks for being persistent and you were emailing earlier how do I get in there <laughs> <laughs> thanks Judy all right you take care you. there we go all right so we're down to the last minute and a half unbelievable it's a quick hour so I know you said that the quickest way to, to bring a relationship or to, to um, Yeah, to bring a relationship into your life is to love yourself up, right? A lot of people have a lot Mm -hmm. of trouble with the self-love. So what is, in the last minute that we have here, what is one thing that people can do to love themselves even when they don't feel like they're capable of doing that?
1: So this is something that has worked quite well for a lot of my people, my clients, people. I've talked about it on TV. If you say to yourself, again, you press your feet into the ground, you listen to yourself breathe, and you say, I am love." And light in action. I feel the light. I see the light. I am the light. And it raises your vibration so you can feel the love you have for yourself. And that's really the trick because then you draw somebody that feels the love they have for themselves and you melt there i have such confidence that people can find love and i know it can be frustrating and maybe they're going to be a half an inch shorter than what you want but you that's not what it's about it's just it's about loving yourself because you draw more of it to you and know that you are loved
0: exactly yes and it is a practice it is a practice Absolutely. So I can't believe Thank you so much, Jody. This has been wonderful. And anybody who would, um, if you'd like to check out Jody's website, you can go to theintuitivecoach.com. Thank you so much, Jody. Happy Valentine's Day.
1: Happy Valentine's Day. Thank you for having me. Thank you.
0: Thank you for listening. This is Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. If you're inspired by the teachings of Dr. Wayne Dyer, you will love the Change Your Thoughts, Change Your Life podcast with Nadia Dela Cruz. You are a spiritual being having a human experience.